Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Bratzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. Hello, everyone. So today we will talk briefly about happiness, pandemic, and life, uh, pandemic, happiness, and well-being. I'm going to try to cover like top four things that we must do during this time. Uh, I do have my colleague, my friend, uh, Patrick Howell, who is going to join us in a second. So here he is. Hey, Patrick, welcome. Hey, buddy. what's up, Razzo? Good, good, good. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, yeah. Cool. Certainly good. So let's, you and I had a brief discussion, and I know in this short period of time, it's hard to cover all of this, but we want to give audience like top four things top four things that we must do during the pandemic, right? Yeah, good. So so let's start from what we do. What's the number one? I think it's same that you and I do. So let's yeah, lay it same out. Thing we, yeah, it be before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and after the pandemic. Just ex- making sure you're exercising. And and for me in particular, I, I tie that together with with and I know you do too, meditation. And then the third piece I tie really is the nature piece, exercising in nature whenever I can. So I I know you do a lot in the nature. I actually make it a little simpler in the morning. I go downstairs to my basement. I do a treadmill. I do a spin bike. I do meditation. I do yoga. Sometimes I'll do one of these two. And then as far as nature, honestly, for a lot of us that are lucky enough that even have a little backyard or we don't even have to have anything, just go out, look at the tree, you know, see what's happening out there and, and enjoy yourself. Yeah. I'd say if you're physically able, right, if you're physically able and you're in a, you know, you know, the pandemic, right, kind of screwed things up for everybody. But if you're physically able and you're in a place that you feel comfortable, that there's not too much congestion, then do your, do your best to, if you, at least once or twice a week is to combine that exercise, maybe a walk, a run, a trail run, whatever it is out and in, uh, out into nature. If it's possible for you now, for some people, it might not be possible. Your, your exercise might look different than, than mine, but if it is possible, we know that, that nature has that a therapeutic effect. We know exercise is one of the, the best medicines for, for keeping equilibrium, not only in our, our, um, our psychology, but our, for, for many people, our spirituality. Right. Right. And, and, you know, one thing I wanted to add because for some people, it must could be hard to exercise. You know, they may not have equipment at home. Some of us are lucky. They may not have a close nature. But it's really all about move. Just move around, jump, dance. Just move. I mean, there is there is a reason that Apple figured out. You know, it's not only about these ten thousand steps, but it's about the move, meaning you burn you know enough calories. It's about standing up. Right. So it yeah, it's just emotion. The motion creates emotion. your emotions. Right. Exactly. Get into get yourself into action and that action propels something, something new. And this is no secret. Right. Everybody who's anybody who's alive knows this. <laughs> um, when we're when we're depressed or when we're feeling down, what do we do? We typically are not moving around much. We're sitting, you know, sitting in one, you know, one chair or one place. So we, we want to move. We want to keep on uh, keeping the body and the mind moving. So funny you said that. I swear to God, I was taking a shower this morning. I was just thinking of depressed friends. And that's exactly what depressed people do, right? They don't move. 
Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually, I mean, every single cell don't move, it makes you more depressed. I mean, think about every single cell in our body is in constant motion, right? This, the cells we're made to move as human beings. We're, we're, we're goal seeking creatures. And in order to achieve goals, there has to be some sort of action and momentum moving forward because a goal is something that we don't have that we want that's somewhere out there. So we're just designed as human beings to, to, to move in some capacity. Exactly. exactly. And because we don't live as people lived thousands of years ago, they didn't need exercise because they moved all day long. Exactly. Right? Now we yeah. invented exercise because we don't move any longer. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So exercise, meditation, nature, that's kind of what both of us do. And it really, really works. And we know there's a lot of research on it. So the second one, again, you know, I, of course, everybody does, uh, you know, a physical hygiene, right? But how many of us do the emotional hygiene? How many of us check inside and see what's going on, right? How many of us stop that downward spiral and take the action to stop it? What do you think, my friend? Yeah, I think the emotional hygiene, I mean, I shower at least once a week, whether I need it or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I'm good to go there. Um <laughs> The emotional hygiene. So, so then I was right when I said this show is just like the Seinfeld show, comedians in a car having coffee, yeah. right? except that we're not going to be that funny, but you are. <laughs> so the emotional hygiene piece, I, I do think that right that ties into a lot of the work that we do in the area of mindfulness and recognizing the emotions that you're having in any situation. I mean, many of us on a serious note have lost people either that are close to us or that are extendedly close to us in some form or fashion. You know, many of us have children that are wearing masks and not going to school for a year, you know, the whole, the whole deal. So really being able to check in on that emotion, being mindful and making sure that you're not holding those emotions in because there's been research out there that says that one of the, the main causes of really emotional, dis, you know, I guess mental disturbance is the bottling up of of emotions and yes. not expressing them. I would throw in there that the reason many times we don't express the emotion is because we have no idea whatsoever what the emotion is because the human tendency is not to want to to sit in that emotion and to understand it it's to get the hell away from it. But emotional hygiene is being mindful, not not dwelling in it but being mindful of it, accepting it, and then treating yourself kindly, moving in and say, okay, well, I need to take this action or this action for a better, you know, better tomorrow. Right. Right. Uh, so, uh, so we talked about emotional, you know, this just reminded me yesterday, I had discussion. Hey, with, Roxana. Uh, Sorry about that, brother. We got hello, move. Roxana. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love Roxana. She's been a student for like so many years and, uh, and uh, we keep learning from each other. Thanks, Roxana, for coming. So, uh, so we talked about, um, where was I? Yes. Yeah, so yesterday I had a discussion with uh, one of my uh, students who's from Eastern Europe. And basically, we said that it, this is really hard to, you know, positive psychology and happiness, especially organizational. It's actually hard because uh, 
you know, most people out there, they want to be macho men, right? It's, it's like there are no emotions. And finally, finally, we're getting out of that in certain part of the world that macho men is saying, yes, men have emotions too, all right? We cry, we scream, we yell, we love, we hug, we do same things that women do, right? So that's something, some part of the world, seriously, it's a little bit different. Actually, I think even here was like that. Yeah, even here, it's, yeah, I mean, even here, it's different. And again, again, it's really just being mindful of what it is that you're experiencing, I think, in that moment and not, of course, there are times you have to repress it and you have to put it away because, you know, the context of the situation um, might not call for you to be mindful in that moment. But making sure that emotional hygiene is in place, that you're going to understand yourself, because if you don't understand yourself, who the hell's ever going to? Right. Right. So so I'm happy this is... uh you know, ringing the bell and people are connecting with, with emotional hygiene and, and really looking looking inward, right? And, yeah. and and making sure that we don't create the downward spiral. That self-awareness piece, right? Because without, I mean, that self-awareness yes. piece. Is, and I, everybody is striving for, for self-awareness. There is no end point of self-awareness. Of course, there is right. there is there is end point. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we don't know that yet. Well, well, but when we're gone, there is right. Yeah. That's that's the end point, basically. But until then, until then, uh, we better be better be aware. Uh, you know, there there is one thing that, again, you and I talked a lot, and uh, kind of like really my top subject of research, which is a habits. And uh, what I really recommend people highly is to you know, continue with the existing habits, you know, and create new ones. Now, there are some that you may not be able to do, right? So you're not going to go to work every day. You know, you're not going to go to shopping every day. Maybe you don't go shopping at all like, like me. I'm actually going shopping today. It's a big day for me But <laughs> after the show. But, uh, but really continuing with your existing habits, you know, from the time you wake up, right? Putting, you know, making your bed to possibly doing the exercise, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, all right? If you're working from home, right, like many of us do, get dressed like you are going to the office. You know, today is my casual day with Patrick. Same, but when yeah. I go to the office, I'm dressed up regardless that I don't need to turn on my camera. You know, make sure your desk is clean and nicely ready for you to do the work. So all these things are really, really important so that we don't drag again going the downward spiral and thinking about pandemic because life has to go on. What do you think, my friend? Yeah, keeping that normalcy as much as you possibly can and keeping it now because the pandemic messed up a lot of routines. Yes. Right? The, I mean, it just threw our routines out of whack for families, not just you know the individual, yes. right? It's the family unit. Yeah. And the social unit, the routines. Mm-hmm. You know, my one of my really great friends I grew up with. Uh, since we're about twelve years old, we've you know remained in touch and good friends up until this time. And until the pandemic, we saw each other once a month. We made it a, a habit to get out and see each other. Now I've only seen him once since the pandemic. Now we talk a lot, so that routine was thrown out of whack. But as much as we can, keeping those habits, keeping those routines, the ones that are not outside of your control is i mean it's a big benefit it's just that that it provides that stability yes for yourself and if you have a family uh, again for the for the family for your family yes yes and, and and i would say 
you know, there are things that you can do even more of now to help your overall well-being, happiness, and achieving even, you know, bigger goals. And, you know, we talked about number one, which is that exercise. Well, maybe you didn't exercise enough before. You didn't have a time because your commute was two and a half hours like mine, right? And you didn't want to get up five o'clock like I do. Well, now you do have a time. You know, I, I got to tell you this. Last weekend, we finally, my entire family got together. I mean, get the goosebumps. It was just wonderful, right? See these pictures hugging each other. And then, you know, we were talking about what we do. And my niece says, well, you know, finally she got some bike, bike and so on. And she said, well, I just, I don't have a time. I don't have one hour. I was like, yes, you do. Don't yeah. tell me you don't have. We all can find, start from five minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, keeping those habits, keeping that that normalcy. And like you said, adding new habits in and not, so there, there was that that going narrative, right, about COVID. Everybody gains, you know, 10 pounds during COVID. But that's an opportunity to say you're going to go against the grain, you know, and Thank I learned, you. I was fortunate. I learned this many years ago, Bratz, when I was probably, I think I was 30 <laughs> the first time I went on a cruise ship. And so, you know, 24 years ago, almost 25 years ago now. And I remember the going narrative. Everybody goes on a cruise ship, they come out 20 pounds heavier. But at that point in my life, I really cared and I still do about my physical body. You know, it's the only one I have as yes. far as I know. That's the <laughs> so only I cared one. About I it. believe it's true. So I went on that cruise ship with a different mindset. I said, I'm going to flip this on his head. I said, I'm going to go on the cruise and be the only person who comes off this cruise ship after 10 days having lost <laughs> weight. And sure, sure enough, I went on. And of course, the food was delicious. And I just I managed myself. I skipped the midnight buffet. And I wound up losing, I think, three pounds on that, first, on that cruise. So, yeah. so we can actually take new routines that are counterintuitive to, to what the going narrative is. Right. You know, I just want to say hey to Paula, and uh, this is really true. Right? She, she said, find normalizing what we can do as normal is better than trying to live as what was normal. That is really such, yeah, a, such great. a great statement. You know, she's saying, well, what was normal? Yeah, exactly. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful statement. Thank, thanks, Paula, for sharing. Um, so, okay, so, so <laughs> interesting. Okay, so as far as cruise, I got to tell you, I haven't been to one I'm planning to. I bet I will not be able to, well, I could do what you did, but I'm not going to, right? So that's why I will enjoy myself. But Oh, but, I enjoyed myself. I just took <laughs> the narrative for point. myself, you know? Yeah, you, that was just something I wanted to, to, I didn't want to come off there 10 pounds heavier. You, you make a great point. Sorry, I, 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 I miss it. Yes, yes. Yeah, sorry, you enjoy yourself. But, but it is interesting what you just said about losing weight. My entire family and my friends that I saw the other day outdoors says you're the only person I know that lost weight during pandemic. So is yeah. it? Yes, as you said, it is an opportunity. And, and for- but the opportunity is this though: it's not that you lost weight during the pandemic. It's not that I went on a cruise ship and lost lost weight. The opportunity is that if you can do it in the hard time, thank you. Imagine when it's easier. It was That's you know how- like on a cruise ship. The buffet, the food is, is insane. It's ridiculous. Yes. As my grandmother would have said, it's atrocious how much food there's there. Yes. Um, <laughs> but if you yes. can do it then and, and you know, uh, manage your, your, your cravings at that point, then you can do it at any time. And this is how we build resilience and, you know, so many things that you and I talk about. Yeah. And I know we have one more we want to chat about. We do then- have one more we want to talk about. And that one more is you mentioned, you said earlier, 
that you, you have a friend that you, you know, used to see him all the time. But you said the key word, which I want to really address now. We know that relationships are number one predictor of happiness. There's just so much research. We don't need research, right? We know that relationships are so important. It's not about just my, you know, spouse, my partner, my parents, my grandparents. It's about everybody around us, yes. including strangers, right? But how about you actually said the key word we talked about, you know, how relationships are important. You couldn't see him, but you still keep calling each other. Mm-hmm. So I just basically, it's funny, I just had that bullet before how it's really important. Mm-hmm. Just pick up a phone and call one friend a day. Yeah. Just make a phone call. Like enough of this tech, I'm sorry, young kids, but enough of this texting crap, right? <laughs> you know, like let's talk. You know, this texting is okay, but we got to talk to each other. And even better, I mean, even better than just a simple call is like with my my mother, what I did during the pandemic is I put um, I put the WhatsApp on her phone. <laughs> so we can actually do the video calls. She, she still hasn't figured out how to answer it. <laughs> but, but occasionally, you know, occasionally we, we've been able to do it. So, so even that, if you can get a video call going with somebody, you know, who you're a good friend with. And, and once a day is a, a, a good thing to shoot for. Maybe say you're going to do it once a day. And if it only happens three times a week, at least, right, it's better than nothing. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and you said, you know, video call, it is so important. You know what my son said the other day? Because he calls every day now with his, with his kid, with a baby two-year-old. He said, Dad, you now see me much more than you used to see me before yes. pandemic. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> That is true. So uh, lots of opportunity, uh, you know, things that we should uh, really, really watch for, you know, as we said earlier. So start from, you know, exercising and meditation and being in the nature and hopefully uh, exercising in the nature as Patrick does a lot, you know, uh, keeping those physical and emotional hygiene and looking inward. You know, especially for emotional, because physical we do. Yes, Patrick does once a week. Well, you know, at least, at shop. least, whether at I need it or not. But you know, uh, that's a Patrick. You know, I know you guys take shower every morning. So, uh, <laughs> continue with existing habits and and hopefully create new ones that will help you go through this really really hard time. And think of relationships as a number one predictor of happiness. So, call a friend, do the video call. You know, do something. Yeah. So call me if you if you have nobody else to call. You know, you and I talk more than I sometimes want to, so we're good. <laughs> Just kidding, my friend. Just kidding. Yeah, and, and and jokes aside, Patrick and I call each other and we talk and we help each other and we yeah. So it's it's really really important help through hard and through good times. So with that said, hey Patrick, thanks so much for joining. Yeah, thank you, well, uh, thank you everybody. Thanks everybody. Talk to you guys later. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% off full membership.